Hey, Trav. Howdy. Hey, uh, I was just looking on the uh, the computer machine here at uh, Heisman odds for this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the for the Heisman Trophy. Oh, and, that one. Uh, yeah. The um, and right now the uh, favorite is Bryce Young from Alabama. Uh huh. Okay. Matt Coral from Ole Miss and Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma and C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. You know, whichever one of those young men or perhaps there's a dark horse candidate will, you know, emerge as the season goes along. Whichever one of them wins that Heisman Trophy, nobody can ever take that from them. Uh, unless they kill their wife and a waiter, in which case all bets are off. <laughs> R.I.P. Norm. <sighs> Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, well, they didn't have the hop-up play. But, hey, pick them show. <laughs> Tribute to, to Norm McDonald. <laughs> that was, that is the greatest opening monologue in the history of award shows ever. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because they keep panning to people in the audience, and they're so noticeably uncomfortable. I watched it they're again. They're not laugh, like the celebrities that you can see up front. Like they're like none of them want to laugh at anything he's saying. And I'm like, come on, you know it's hilarious. You know you're biting your tongue. I asked Travis to send it to me yesterday because I remembered it, but I didn't remember it well. And literally, I'm I I bet it's twelve or fourteen seconds into it, he makes a an Hideki Arabu joke, and Ken Griffey Jr. wants to laugh. And starts to laugh and remembers that there are people watching and does not laugh. And it gets more uncomfortable from there. Yeah. Yes. Because he that was right after, if everybody remembers, Hideki Arabu when he was uh, with the Yankees, that uh, George Steinbrenner fired his interpreter. And Norm's joke was, well, I mean, it's not like he really, uh, he really needed an interpreter for, for, for that. It's like... What are they saying? They're saying that you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, the, actually, as I recall, he opened with a uh, an Anthony Mason. Joke. He did. He did open with an that we're not going to repeat here. Uh, no, see, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to recount that one. But uh, yeah, folks, that one was up. Folks can seek it out. You can also seek it. Seek out his weekend update. Update on the most dangerous jobs in America. Yep. Which is one of my favorite things ever. Um, the moth story. <laughs> the moth story. Yeah. Well, why, well, why, why are you here? Well, because you're like... Right. I'd have more money than... you got to look that one up, too. Right. Um, uh, look up Kirchner Leslie. One um, thing you want, two things you can look up, um, and I think they were on the same episode of Saturday Night Live, if I'm not mistaken, is the Celebrity Jeopardy where he's Burt Reynolds. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. That one's the famous one. Yeah. And I'm wrong. It's not the same episode. Um, it's the episode, the other episode I'm, uh, I'm thinking of is when he was also hosting uh, Old French Lady of the Evening with, yes. <laughs> with Garth Brooks. And Chris Gaines as the host and musical guest. Norm hosts a show called Who's More Grizzled, which might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yes. And if this was right after they'd fired him, I think, maybe yeah. the week after. They'd fired him from doing the weekend update. They yeah. kicked him off of that, and then he was very soon to be off the show entirely. Yeah, because old Myra so was friend with Juice. Yeah, so because he's like, uh, so he's playing a game show host on some bit. 
and and one of the he, he makes some smart alecky remark, scripted obviously, and Garth Brooks's character says, "I don't much care for you." To which Norm, obviously not scripted, said, said "Well, a lot of people share that opinion." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Anyway, um, what we're going to do? Uh, look up when he was on uh, Conan O'Brien with Courtney Thorne Smith. That was that was yeah. uncomfortable from start to finish. Yeah, I've seen that one. That is so. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but she started to promote her movie that she made with Carrot Top. <laughs> and Norm's like, oh, right, you know what you could call a, a title of any movie starting Carrot Top is Box Office Poison. <laughs> to the girl who's in the movie and is there to promote it. With Carrot to Top. All right. Um, we've bored you long enough with uh, Wistful Remembrances. Um, yes. This is the Piedmont Pick'em Show. Yes, the Piedmont Pick'em Show. Doom, doom, on, the, doom, uh, doom. on the Big Old Turkey and 13 Beers Radio Network. Thanks again, Daredevil. Welcome back. I mean, he hadn't given us any more money, but I mean, the one. Brought, I yes, but still, but, yeah. uh, brought to, yeah, forever brought to you by uh, Daredevil Scores on uh, the Twitter. Yes, Daredevil Scores, Daredevil Drinks, and, and Sarah Scores. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's under but the I, same umbrella. Won't fit in a Twitter, that won't fit in a Twitter handle, so I think yeah. it's just... <laughs> Much like I do whatever it is I do, and, and Bonnie sends scores, and everybody, I get the credit for it, and you know it's great, it's fantastic. Right. Um, we're gonna um, pick three or four or five or six. I'm not sure how many games. However many Travis pulls out of a hat. That right now on Thursday at nearly four o'clock, they're still playing this week. Mm. Um, that we know of. We make no representation past that point. Mm-hmm. So hey, right. uh, good luck, fellas. Here's here's my good friend and a great all-round American. He's Travis Jenkins. Well, thank you very much, Jeb. But you'll have to take the um, plain, no pun, uh, right. thing Jed just said with a grain of salt because he thinks that a long, time-consuming drive describes that time he drove from Spartanburg to Myrtle Beach on Highway 9. Yep. Yeah, yep. you have to go through, like, Pageland and... Yeah. Sometimes like be in places like that. Sometimes you have to stop in Pageland. Yep, yep. Sometimes there's business to attend to, like on the side of the road. Even in yeah, Pageland. there, there um, aren't there aren't many great places to stop in Pageland. Sometimes the side of the road is good as any. So it's, it's as good as any. Good view of the uh, the watermelons. <laughs> good view. Of watermelons there. Good mamas and daddies. They, They're uh, good kids. They they tout themselves as the watermelon capital of the world. They do. Know? I found that to be true. You got to go through. And, Quality but the funny like thing Chester. is, as I know I've told you this before, but it, it bears repeating, is that there was an old man who sold produce on the side of the road in Chester one time. Yeah. And I wrote a story about him. And he informed me that they, in fact, really grew more sweet potatoes than they did watermelons. So he was sort of like, that's a, kind of a misnomer, you know, they, they really grow more sweet potatoes there. And then he told me, and the guy was like 90, and he, you know, you get to be 90, you can say whatever you want to, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's gonna say anything to you. And he's like, "Well, you know, I, uh, you know, sweet potatoes are a superfood. That's one of the best things you can eat. I can't eat them though. They lay some bad gas on my stomach." <laughs> Thanks, random stranger who likes to overshare. <laughs> I had a thought about the the whole Heisman thing I was talking about there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got Bryce Young from Alabama is uh, apparently the, uh, according to whatever. Like gambling website I'm looking at. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that's I'm sure that's legitimate. And everything. Yeah, everybody no, does it. No, no problem being on there at work. But um, 
But I'm sitting there thinking, like, I mean, if you're the quarterback at Alabama, I mean, you've got, like, the best offensive line and the best receivers and the best tight end and the best running backs and stuff and, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, I mean, what are you really doing? So you're saying that Jeb Black will be the front runner for the Heisman if he was quarterback yeah, in Alabama? Yeah, he was the quarterback in Alabama, probably. But, but that, to me, that's like the guy that wrote Secretariat bragging about winning the Triple Crown. I'm like, you didn't do anything. The horse did all the work. Right. You're just, all you did was be small. Your contribution was being a, a, a tiny person. Right, was weighing not much. Yes. Your contribution Your contribution to winning the Triple Crown was that you, 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 know, you held off eating tacos for a couple of weeks. Well, I think okay? As big of a lead the secretary had, it probably wouldn't have mattered anyway. Yeah, I, I probably, no, 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 I probably could have done that, too. Like, during the race. <sighs> wow, we talked... How's talk- everybody doing? All right. Yeah. We've talked about Heisman trophies being given back. We've talked about secretariat. Just the normal pick'em show. Yeah. Hey, um... So where are you boys going this week, uh, Jed? I don't think you're actually going to a game at all. Are you? I am going to Myrtle Beach this week. Oh, cool! Was having at the was having at the beach? Nothing. We were visiting the in-laws for a little bit. Okay. So what's happening in my world is a, a lot of football watching by the Intercoastal Waterway. You should go watch the game down there. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> one of my first interviews when I worked at Loris was with a gentleman who was retired from the furniture store. He's 95 years old. Lord, you say. I said, what are you going to do in your retirement? And he said, for six months, I'm going to sit on my front porch in my rocking chair. And I laughed. And so what are you going to do after six months? He said, if I take a notion, I might rock. <laughs> so literally nothing. That's, where I, that's what I'm doing Friday. All right. Uh, James, how about you? I'll be at uh, the Bull Springs at Hillcrest ball game. So I'll be in. Beautiful Simpsonville. Ah, yeah, the Golden Strip. I'll tell them I know you, Trav, see if that helps. What you need to do, you never listen to me, you won't do it. I, don't I will. Know why I'm wasting my breath, is you need to go through Fountain Inn to get there and eat at Bobby's Barbecue. I remind me that on my way. I'm not reminding you of nothing. I told you I'm not doing nothing Friday. Write it down. Send me a text. Write it down. Send me a text now. There are all manner of, of, of writing implementia all around me. Write it down. Bobby's all, Barbecue. All of it's closer to you. It's right across you, um, It's right across from Travis's former radio home on WFIS. I was going to say, look for a single-wide trailer with a big power stick out back. <laughs> if, if, if you find that, you're very close to good barbecue. Right. Is that actually that close terrible, to the hospital? Because I've seen the place. No, it's on the same right. I mean, it's on 417. It's not far. Okay. I think I've, I may have No, it's not. It. It's on 14. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, boy. I've got great memories of working there. I'm sure you do. You have a lot of good memories of every radio station. Super Trav. Hey, can we pick some games? Yeah, we can pick some games. Yay. Uh, nobody cares where I'm going? I mean, yeah, where are you going? going? Uh, well... I might have the opportunity. I may go to two games this week because uh, Chester's region opener at Lower Richland has now been moved to Thursday. Nice. Because they say there's impending bad weather. Well, yeah, I've heard I, that. I was I was thinking that tomorrow was going to be worse than than Friday, but I don't know. Uh, if this was like raining real hard, I'm not going. Yeah, I, no, I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll have to go. I'll have to go to one game or the other, but. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, my phone's ringing in the office. Awesome. It's authentic. 
this is very authentic. Yeah. It's like Slap nuts. Like real time hey, you should, life you stuff. Answer your phone, Slappy. You should, you should answer the phone and go, P my pickle show. Hey, you know what's funny is that that's it's like technically that's the person who was my boss. Oh cool. Oh and, awesome. I, just did, and I just totally didn't answer. So should we cut that out of the podcast or? No, I don't care. I don't care. I would I would imagine that the odds of 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 a, of, a, of said person hearing that are probably pretty I'm slim, gonna send know? it straight to said person. Okay, that's fine. yeah, that's fine too. Uh, but so Friday, my plan is to go to uh, Lamar and see Great Falls v. Lamar. Ooh, that should be a good ball game. That's a solid plan. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Great Falls is 4-0 for the first time since 2014. Yeah. And uh, rallied from a two-touchdown deficit in like the last two or three minutes of the, their game last week against Hemingway. You think uh, Great Falls has something Lamar hadn't seen before? They may, yeah. Their uh, their backfield, their their quarterback uh, Zay Brown, and then their running back Fox Moore. In four games, they have like eighteen hundred yards and twenty four touchdowns combined. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. They're playing really well, and they have that magical pull crap out of the fire kind of vibe about them because yeah. they had to rally to win like their last three games. Well, I think the coach, uh, the co- coach down there at Great Falls, he's doing a really good job. He's uh, doing an excellent job, and he's got them believing now. So yeah, that's, 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 that's the, the key. Battle. They never think they're out of one because this last week they're down two touchdowns pretty late, and they scored, and they went for an onside kick, got it, ripped off a 60-yard touchdown, and it got called back on a penalty, and they ended up turning the ball over on downs, and there's like a minute left or something, and they've got all three timeouts. So Hemingway runs a play, and Great Falls calls timeout. And then on second down, Hemingway fumbled. Wow. And Great Falls recovered and scored like on the next play to win. With with literally just seconds remaining on the clock. So that kind of stuff gets to be contagious. Oh, yeah. Of course, you're going to Lamar. I mean, that's always going to be a, a challenge. Um, they lost last week, but it was a pretty close game to Timberland. So, I mean, there's no, no shame in that, of course. But uh, just I'm just glad that they're able to play because they, they didn't play their first game until like last Saturday. Yeah, I was going to say, I know they, they've been a while since they started up. There are still teams that haven't played any games. Yep, and I keep looking at that every time I look at the records for the media poll. Yeah, which, which yeah, at, you a also put point, like, at a certain point, like, what do you do about that? Well, at some point you just kind of have to start dropping people, don't you? Well, I mean, yeah, they'll have to drop a lot of people off, off their schedule or whatever. But, I mean, if they if they can't play region games and stuff, like what? Because if you're waiting on guidance to come from high above, you're, I mean, you're, that's probably not going to happen. I mean, so, I, I gave people with guidance early. Nobody wanted to hear it. Which was? Move them now. Move the region games to the front end now and then start pushing them back if you needed to. Right. Don't schedule non-region games. Scheduling non-region games is stupid. That's just me. Then add them at, at the end of the year if right. you can. Okay. Well, yeah, so that's that would have been uh, smart, but, you know, that would have required foresight and action. Right. Of which none is forthcoming. But but now we just figure it out how it goes. Yeah. yeah we'll just fly by the seat of our britches, biggin. It'll probably work out in the end. How's the... Uh, now, Travis, they're basically uh, treating they're basically treating every, the, this problem the way I treat every problem. Like, ah, you know, it'll probably just fix itself. Yeah. 
uh, you know, it's like with you know Travis, you, you appear to be like dragging your leg and you, you can't see out of one. I was like, eh, yeah, you know, uh, I figure it's a cold. It'll, it'll probably Travis, you're it'll, it'll probably it'll probably uh, it'll fix itself. Travis, you're, you're, how I, your knees is the uh, the size of a watermelon from Pageland. Yeah, but you know, uh, it'll probably fix itself. Like, hey, you know, Travis, your uh, your house is being eaten by a dragon. I'm like, ah, you know, he'll probably like rebuild it and stuff. I mean, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would just eat your house. Yeah, or whatever. Um, Travis, well, now that we've plundered uh, dragons eating my house uh, and whatnot, we got me freaking games. All right, please. All right, uh, like I said, we only got about six to, uh, on the list here, but. Um, Burns is two and two. They're going to be at Gaffney, who's three and zero. Burns lost to Westside last week, sixty-four to sixty-two, and probably the most shocking score of the night that I personally saw. You want me to shock you further? Okay. Seven hundred and nine yards of offense and lost. Wow. Mm. That's incredible. Still um, not the most outrageous score I've seen though. They get they gave they've given up 120 points in the last two weeks. Now the week before that they played Dutch Fork, so I mean, yeah, you know, but uh, I wasn't looking for a 64-62 loss to Westside. No, me either. But um, apparently, after uh, hearing an interview with Coach Early, Westside was missing a bunch of guys in their first couple games. Yeah. Okay. And, and Peters and Moore is good. Now, I told you last week I thought Rogers would play just as well, if not better, and he did. He threw for five forty and six and, and lost. Yeah. Now Zamora threw for three eighty and five and one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, quite the quarterback battle, but God, you're right. I, not to invoke the old time, no defense coach, no defense at all, but I think that's kind of where we were. Yeah. Uh, Westside was previously zero and two, though. You said maybe they got some players back, so that might partially yeah. explain that. Uh, Gaffney last week beat Mallard Creek uh, thirty. 38 14. They're 3 0. Uh, what do you boys think? Um, Gaffney, uh, you got to go with Gaffney, don't you? Because, I mean, well, Burns is susceptible to the pass, obviously. Um, Gaffney so far has been a better team running the ball than throwing it, but I think it's because that's all they've had to do. Yeah. I don't think we've seen any, anything near what Grayson Loftus can do at quarterback. Um, I think that if called upon, he he's capable of having a big night. Now, I mean, you got to stop Tyler Smith and Ken Littlejohn first. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, Gabe Rogers is great. Colin Imhoff is a wonderful receiver. Thomas Gregory is playing out of his mind. But they lost Mac Long, and I think they've lost a couple of others. I think Elijah Barnes was was hurt the other night. Burns is running out of weapons. Yeah. I think Gaffney. Well, the thing about it, you you talked about before the season about or when you first watched Gaffney play was how athletic their defense was. Yeah, they are, and that's just a trend of Gaffney's always had. And I, I just don't think you're going to see them throwing up sixty-two on, on, on the Indians. Right, me either. Trav. Yeah, um, just given what's unfolded the last two weeks, I mean, even if Westside, you know, came wasn't at full strength they were this week, I mean. They've got up 120 points in two weeks. That yeah. seems like a really bad time to go to Gaffney to me. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. Yeah, so I, I, I like Gaffney. And maybe it'll be a shootout. Uh, we've seen quite a few of those uh, here lately. But, uh, yeah, I think I like the Indians in that one. 
Here's the game that uh, James will be at. Bowling Springs is 0-3. They'll be at 1-2 Hillcrest. Bowling Springs lost to Spartanburg 52-18 to last week. Uh, uh, however, reading, uh, I believe it was James's account of it, in the Bowling Springs Sports Gazette. Journal. Um, B. And reporter. Yeah. Independent. <laughs> the B. Uh, Carmelo Martin had 101 yards and two touchdowns on four carries. Now, James. Mm-hmm. I am not a football coach. I am thinking that perhaps I would have, you know, like, like uh, given him more carries. Yeah, um, I, I believe I might would have myself. Um, they have a normal starting back, and Carmelo did his touches were later on in the game, but he's one of those. Travis, he's a he was second as a sophomore in the two hundred and the one hundred track meet, five uh, a oh, track wow. meet. And when he, you know, I was an old track man. I'm an old track man myself. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say you would you appreciate that, but um, as soon as he gets the corner, there's not a man on any defense I believe in the state that can catch him. More importantly, I would like to ask you if you also have um, a player named Hunter Grand, mm-hmm. or one named Payday, or perhaps. Um, I was wondering about. I was wondering, like, is Snickers Johnson in right. uh, have you like got, quarantine or something? Is there a defensive back named Mallow Cup? No, there's not. Okay. What about <laughs> Better Honey Jackson? Is he back? I know he, he had the hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> His turf toe is better. Can't now. believe I'm not getting a bigger reaction from Travis what about, about Mallow Cup. What about old? What about old? Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, what you call it? <laughs> that's well done. Yeah, that's well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, in keeping with that, since it's time to make my sticking with the candy bar theme, one thing the Bulldogs have found it tough to do is score. Um, and I think that that probably <laughs> right. It's hey, uh, funny. The, that's the best. Hey, that's the best one we've had yet, bar right. none. <laughs> bar no. Bar none. Right. Who was that running back y'all had a few years ago? Reggie. Is that? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's looking at me blankly because he's not old enough to remember a Reggie candy bar, and that make, that hurts my feelings. I have no clue what you're talking about. Reggie Jackson endorsed a candy bar. It was a lot like a Little Debbie Star Crunch. It was really, really good. Um, but uh, Bull Springs is not offensively. So, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I, I don't know how good Hillcrest is. I, I don't, they've been up and down. I don't, I don't know. They beat what I considered at the time a pretty good Woodruff team, but who knows, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, give me Spartanburg County. I'll take Bowling Springs. Yeah, I think Bowling Springs has made some adjustments. I think that may help them. Um, but once again, you don't know till you see them. And I just – they started off with three pretty good teams this year. I don't think Hillcrest is that good, that to that level of good. I think it's a shot for them to pick up a win, and we'll see how they do Friday night. I'll take the Bulldogs. Hey, if uh, if Carmelo keeps uh, by my crude math averaging uh, 25 yards a carry and a touchdown on every other touch, one day he's in for a big payday. <laughs> the second payday reference. <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> you think you, think you might up. make as much as a hundred grand? <laughs> yes. I mean, he's definitely gonna make more than zero. 
<laughs> mounds and mounds of money. Mounds of cash. <laughs> okay. I laughed so hard I hurt myself. Oh, my sack not. Okay. Uh, blah, blah, something about fun dip. <laughs> blah, blah, chunky. <laughs> He's an offensive lineman. You know, I have so many things I could add to this, but I'm just going, next game, Trav. <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, really, you didn't want to make another candy bar joke? Or? No, I'm good. Are you, are you good or are you good bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Southside Christian too, which at this point may be just as well. Mm-hmm. Might be just as well, uh, yeah, for, for everybody involved. But uh, anyway, Woodruff VHP, what do you think? Um, I think Woodruff's playing without a number of key starters. Um, I don't think it matters. I think they find enough to, to beat VHP. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't foresee myself being in this position talking about VHP so dismissively. Right. Um, they're typically solid and you know two or three rounds deep and, and worthy of of some pretty serious consideration i just i don't think that's the case this year um and i'm going with Woodard. yeah i'm with you i i think even coming off the, the only thing that would worry me would be coming off the the long layoff time for Woodruff. but uh i think the wolverine still can get it done yeah, I, I, I would agree with uh, both of you. And, and you're, you're right, it is kind of odd to be flipping or dismissive about BHP, especially at their place, but that's kind of how I'm feeling. So, what about Landrum at Spartanburg Christian? Uh, Landrum's 2-1, and one, Spartanburg Christian's 0-2. Landrum beat 96 last week. Uh, I don't know what uh, Spartanburg Christian did other than uh, not win. Jeff, what do you say? Um, I think that it is time for a three-game winning streak for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I played really well last week. They're getting some really great defensive play. Ryan Bunloop and uh, oh, I just completely blanked on on the defensive lineman's name. Boy, that's a, that's a great thing to happen, isn't it? Yeah, well, you've been up. You've been up for a while, Ronnie Ballou. Um They've played really well defensively. They've got a transfer quarterback who, who's leading the way out of that run-heavy option. I think he rushed for something like 27 times last yeah. week, over 100 yards, a couple touchdowns. Um, anytime you get a program-defining program or win, your first win over another an historically good program, yeah. I don't care what they look like this year, that's a big deal. Yeah. 
And I think Landrum wins three in a row. Yeah, I do too. I think the fact that Landrum's been able to adapt and get that new offense going that none of the kids had seen before this year and be able to really start to get it rolling, I, I think that's very impressive and a good um, good job by Coach Farmer to get that team ready to go from the, from the get-go, adapting their whole offense to a whole different scheme that they've, than they've been used to. And uh, I just think that they got too much for the what's Parker the Warriors Warriors yeah yeah um, I, I did pull the schedule I've actually had with three uh, apparently lost to Heathwood uh, no, no shame there uh, it was pretty lopsided lost pretty badly to Greenwood Christian and then lost pretty badly to the Carolina Academy so this feels like probably a mismatch yeah. honestly yeah I'm you know glad, glad that glad they got a game scheduled and everybody can you know, play, but you know, this this doesn't feel like it's going to be close to me. I will, I will say though, it is being played at Spartanburg Christian Academy, which is probably nice for them to have a big. <clears throat> what will probably be a big crowd from Landrum coming over to watch the game? Yeah, they've uh, they've lost their games sixty three to six, forty eight to nothing, and twenty to three so far. So this this feels like probably kind of a pick the score game uh, mm-hmm. from Landrum to me. Uh, are Union and Bristol playing? I think. Okay. Well, Union County is supposed to be at Greer. Uh, Union County is 0-2. Um, of course, they started the year in quarantine. I yeah, crept. Union County. <laughs> yeah, Union County. They, uh, uh, they lost to Lawrence to open the season just two weeks ago, uh, 44-28. Lost to York in a pretty competitive game last week. I think it was 33-26. Uh, they'll be at Greer who lost uh, last week to Southside Christian um, and offensively did almost nothing. Now, yeah. I, I've, I've heard from coaches that Southside Christian is really, really good on defense, up front in particular. But they blocked a punt to keep it close. And their defense did play pretty well. They, they held Southside Christian to field goals on, on lots of their longer drives. They did, you know, they did kind of bow up in, in the red zone, but offensively, I think they had one drive late, and that was about it. They did nothing. Um, but of course, you're playing Southside Christian. I mean, those little schools sometimes have a, a Napoleon complex. Yeah, we've been really? down that road already. Um, <laughs> these are two teams that that play each other historically well. Whatever's at stake, yeah. even when it's nothing. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's the case this time. I do think if I'm giving one team the benefit of the doubt being more on the upswing than the other, it would be Union County because they're improving and getting better as they play. Um, I don't know what's up with Greer. Yeah. That, the lack of offense is, is surprising. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be have a jacket bowl feel to it for all you old-timers that go back that yeah. far. Um I like Union County. Yeah, I think the I'm with you, Jed. The, the just knowing Greer not to have no no offense just seems strange. It's odd. It's yeah. very strange. And um, but I think the thing is, both teams seem to be a little off right now, which is probably a good time for them to play each other. Yeah. So maybe we'll see one of them come out of this game looking a lot better and uh, be able to get it. But I think I'm kind of legit. If I'm just going off of athletics, 
I know the Union has a lot of those, a lot, a lot of athletes on their team, and I think they may have just too many for Greer right now. So I'll take Union as well. Yeah, you know, if they had a, a, a tough time with Southside Christian last week, who, who again, I, I've heard from a lot of coaches who are really, really good on defense. There are some people who think they could compete in 2A this year. They're that good. Um, but if big guys up front and athletic guys on the back end gave you trouble last week against Southside Christian, I can't imagine things are going to get a lot better for you against Union. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to go with the Yellow Jackets as well. And, boys, that's all I have written down, unless there's uh, anything else y'all have. No, no, that's all I got. I think, that, I think that's about the extent of it. Spartanburg, last I heard, was still looking for a game. I don't think they've shored one up. Yeah. Again, I know nothing about nothing. So. And Travis might be going to two games this week. Probably. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. That restores if, balance if the weather's to you. cooperative, I have to, well, I'm definitely going to one. If, if the weather's cooperative, I'll, I'll, I'll actually go to two. That yeah. restores well, balance to the universe because I'm not going to any. So. Well, do we do, we do the Chapman, Chapman at Chesney, I think? Yeah, okay. Chapman at Chesney. That's your old rivalry. Sure. Who, who you got? I'll take Chapman. Chapman. Yeah. Uh, Chapman comes in at one and two. I was a, li- I was a little surprised by their loss last week. Um, not that Brooklyn Casey's not good. Um, it's just usually if, for the last about four or five years, if Chapman's on equal footing size-wise with somebody, they're about 19 times out of 20. Those, those are games they win. Yeah. Yeah, um, generally. Uh, Chesney... You know, you look at their scores. They they put up some some pretty good fights. They haven't. They're, I mean, they're throwing three or whatever. But you know, gave Fairfield a pretty good game last week. Fairfield's a good team, and they've they've been close a lot. But I I feel like maybe that's not going to be the case this week. Yeah, yeah me too. I yeah. think I think they're going to be playing okay. the Mad Chapman team. Yeah. Okay. Now now we're really done. Okay. And uh, I guess going out, guys, we're going to have the. Uh, our buddy Nashville Todd, he he left a couple of voicemails, and we'll leave. Uh, well, after after we remind everybody, hey, go on Twitter and follow at Daredevil Scores. Yeah, please do. Yeah, that. Daredevil Scores. Because Daredevil drinks, and Sarah actually does the score tweeting. Wouldn't fit like in a Twitter handle. And yeah. it turns out that was too long, so it's just at Daredevil Scores. And go and listen. Keep up with Daredevil Scores. Go follow our picks from, from our buddy Nashville Todd that you'll hear just in just a minute. And, hey, boys, it was fun. Oh, Henry. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time, it's tricky. It's tricky. 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 It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time, it's tricky. 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 Number nine. I hope y'all liked listening to me last week because... I didn't need the points, obviously, in the Oregon and Ohio State game. And BYU beat Utah to make my record 2-0 and in the year. So hopefully some of y'all out there in the land listen to me, and you possibly could have made some dinero on that. So, part two. Closer than you think this week is I'm taking Nebraska and the 22 points over Oklahoma. And for my upset pick of the week, I am taking Virginia over the North Carolina Tar Heels. <clears throat> part d So this is the part where Travis says, what do you think that f- former Virginia football famous alarm 
Tiki Barber would say in the post-game interview. Want to be a baller, shot caller, 20-inch blades on the Impala. Call her, getting laid tonight. Swish a roll tight, got sprayed by Ike. I hit the highway, making money the flyway. But there's got to be a better way, better way, hey, hey. Peace out, boys. See y'all later. Guess who just got back today? Them wild eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are great. They were asking if you were around, how you was, where you could be found. Told them you were living downtown, driving all the old men crazy.